Bit by a shark or LL Cool J? <laughs> Has he brushed his teeth that day? He's got stank breath. Mm. He's got that accidental racist breath. <laughs> I guess LL. If once I again, give, if I give you an answer, will it make this stop and we can go away? Steve, yeah. once again, ask yourself the question: What will lead to a better story? I think LL Cool J think, biting you is a much better story. I think I think that's because a yeah, shark a bites. Choice. Like, okay, you're probably at the beach or whatever. But LL Cool J, I want to know how you got in the same room with LL Cool J. What you said that made him bite you? I'm assuming that it is the climax to a nasty argument on the set of Celebrity Lip Sync Battle. <laughs> A between credits sequence that goes horribly awry. Like I was, I was trying. I was on the show, and I was trying to do one of his songs, but like I, Hat I is like a shark's thing. Yeah, it's yeah. your like <laughs> a shark is all teeth. It's not just the teeth in its mouth. Its skin is teeth. Its skin is teeth. Oh my god! I have a lot of shark facts today. And we're going to hear all of them on today's episode of the Songtopsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I am the Roy Scheider of the Songtopsy Report, Steve Trollinger. How so? Uh, the ultimate resolution of Mike and I's relationship will be him holding a can of compressed air and me shooting it with a rifle. <laughs> oh my god. Wait a second. Smile, Prove- you son of a bitch. Okay, I don't know why you want me to smile. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. But I would say there's at least a 24% chance of that's how you actually die. <laughs> it's holding the compressed air and Steve's shooting me? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or the ending of Jaws 2 where somehow I make Mike bite into a giant electrical cable. Oh, you missed your chance. Mike just did that last week. Oh, uh, you missed? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was at the Tough Mudder. They had a bunch of wires all over the place. <laughs> That's actually kind of true. You <laughs> did. Uh, but guys, happy Shark Week. Happy Shark Week. Hey. It's a very exciting time. And I thought with Shark Week, what better opportunity for us to discuss the best theme song to a movie about mutant sharks ever composed? Yeah, not... And it's not the Duran Duran one that played after Jaws 3. Oh, hell no. I'm taking your word on that because I haven't seen Jaws 3. <laughs> after Jaws 2, I'd had enough sharks. No, we're discussing the LL Cool J song, Deepest Bluest, from the legendary, and I'm almost being honest with that, f- legendary film, Deep Blue Sea. I unironically love that movie. It's got, if, if you're compiling a list of the 100 best scenes in cinema, Deep Blue Sea has got one of them. And we all know what it is. Samuel yeah. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Top build actor giving an impassioned speech about how they have to stay together, how they have to band together to survive this incident. And then right after he gives this motivational speech, shark comes out of nowhere, bites him, gr- drags him into the ocean, <laughs> and then he is gone for the remaining two thirds of the movie. That's how they got him to sign that movie. Really? Yeah. They were like, this is going to be great. And he said, yes, it is. And then just did it. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, let him not overshadow the other rising star in this film, LL Cool J, who plays a chef named Preacher, who has a pet parrot. He's the chef. So if you you haven't seen Deep Blue Sea, watch it first of all. Um, Do yourself but, a favor. Go to your local Hollywood video yes. or Blockbuster. Yes, if you live in There's Oregon. One left. If you There's live in Oregon, <laughs> go to your one Blockbuster and rent Deep Blue Sea. But it's a, it's a top, it takes place in a top-secret base where they're making these mutant sharks that they've spliced human DNA with, so they're super smart and super predatory. And in this film, LL Cool J... What? Why are that, you shaking That's your head? not the plot. Listen, I haven't seen this movie in a while, and the plot details I've only gleaned from the lyrics to the song, which is essentially a summary of the whole movie. The plot is that they inject the sharks with a drug to increase the size and function of their brains so that the brains uh, create a uh, uh, neurotransmitter that is uh, endemic to the shark itself, which they then extract, which they can then use as an Alzheimer's cure. Oh, my God. Yo. Would you, would you put shark brain in your brain to make it better? 
Well, you're not putting shark brain in your brain, Michael. You're putting, you're, you're extracting <laughs> no, n- PhD, neurochemical. PhD student, Mike Russell. Okay, guys, I got shark brain. I'm just going to put it in a human brain and see what happens. No more Alzheimer's. But that's the plot. But they're using like illegal like growth hormone drugs in order to do it. Gotcha. I remember now. It's coming back to me. I want to watch it now. You want to watch it now? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, we're going to watch Deepu C. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So let's uh, get a taste of this. Let's get a little taste of this. So this is a little bit of Deepest Bluest by LL Cool J. Uh, my hat is like a shark. Yeah. Deepest Bluest. My hat is like a shark. Uh, Deepest Bluest. My hat is like a shark. Yeah. I hope you like that lyric in the song because I counted that is said 35 times over the course of this three minute and some change long song. 35 35 times. times. Deepest, bluest. And yes, uh, listeners, you heard that correctly. Deepest, bluest, my hat is like a shark's fin. Was this part of the ad campaign? Were they like, all right, we really need this movie title to stick in people's brains. So, LL, why don't you just uh, say it a few times? And LL Cool J, well, he's like, okay, so, so the, song, the movie is called Deep Blue Sea. So if I call the song Deepest, Bluest, Hook, Line, and Sinker. Perfect, perfect. Oh, ooh, ooh, good, good. good no, LL Cool fishing. J said that during the meeting. <laughs> I'm like, oh, LL Cool J, you're such a kidder. All right, let's go ahead and do it. And then LL Cool J is like, well, do you want to hear the second part of after I, go, after I say Deepest Blue? It's like, no, listen, you can say whatever you want. It, it, say the craziest thing that comes to your head. It's still going to be great. He's like, oh. And, he, and LL Cool J is like, I got you. <laughs> My hat is like a shark's fin. Like, what hat was he wearing? Well, he's a chef in the movie, like I said, but he doesn't even wear a chef's hat. He doesn't even wear a chef's hat. And a chef's hat does not resemble a shark's fin in any way, shape, or form. Like, I can't imagine what kind of hat I'm rocking. That's got a shark's fin kind of, you know, style to it. Also, isn't that lab, like, it's a billion-dollar advanced research facility that has to exist in deep water. Thank you. Uh, So, like, there's just the... First of all, there's a cook. And secondly, there's the one cook. Like, the, the facility has five people in it. Everyone but him is there to do work on either the station itself or the sharks. And then their one, like, utility guy is the chef. It's not like there's, like, a bunch of mechanics and, like, these guys. It's, like, the five people who have advanced doctorates doctorates and uh, and engineering degrees and then the chef. He's their utility. Listen, the crew's got to eat, Steve. You want him to go hungry? That's the most important. You don't need the utility people. It's a billion-dollar facility. It'll it'll, it'll manage itself. But these people need to be fed. You need foods for thoughts, Steve. That's how you get things done science-wise. It's like Mike is always eating. It's like the Jurassic. It's like the movie adaptation Jurassic Park, where the movie takes place, and there are a grand total of six people on the island. Like, everyone else leaves. That's all. Those six people. Like, that's that's a poor way to run your super advanced genetic research laboratory. Well, Steve, ironic, ironically enough, have you ever heard of the expression, too many cooks? <laughs> <laughs> there are There is such a thing as not enough cooks. With five Especially people, you when only it need comes one to, cook. Uh, and if it's LL Cool J and a parrot, you don't need anything else. I'm just saying when it comes to uh, engineering a state-of-the-art underwater laboratory and successful Ooh. genetic engineering, there's not such a thing as too many cooks. Where's the, where's the custodian in this laboratory? It's a mess. There's Guys. blood everywhere. There's Guys. blood everywhere. <laughs> Guys, we could, we could discuss the plot ad nauseum, and we will. No. Um... <laughs> No, but we need to talk a little bit about how LL Cool J got involved in this project and possibly what the hat is referring to. But LL Cool J, guys, in case you didn't know, his actual name is James Todd Smith. And do you know what LL Cool J stands for? I did not know until today. Let's see. uh, Limeade, lemonade, Cool J? Aid? (laughs) All right, Steve. Cool Jade. Oh, I'm not going to guess. No, you have to guess. Laughing Larry Cool John. 
Ladies love cool James. Unlike nerd James, which is his <laughs> alter ego. <laughs> it's like it's like his oh, LL Cool James was LL Nerd James unreleased demo album had some of his best work. But the ladies didn't like it, Snick. Snick? Yeah, Snick. Yeah, late night Nickelodeon programming. You heard what I said. Snick, I'm so glad you got an orange couch in a new place. Are you afraid of the dark? I didn't watch Nickelodeon growing up, guys. All these references are lost on me. Quick, Mike, let's make a bunch of Are You Afraid of the Dark and all that references in front of Nick. No, shut up. We're going to move on. Uh, But anyway, he is a American rapper, actor, author, and entrepreneur from Queens, New York, as well as host of Lip Sync Battle. He's truly a renaissance man. Yes. He does that thing that all great rappers do where they get all their anger out and make all their money off their anger and then just glide. Yes. And then become lovable hosts of shows. Well, you're not angry anymore when you have money. That's because money makes you happy. That's a a great... There's a, I think, uh, who was it? Uh, who, who does the song? Is it Twisted Sister? They're like, we're not yeah. going to take, take it. it. They, don't, they don't play that song live anymore because they're rich. Like, they on purpose, they're like, we're, we're just not going to play. Yeah, we're, we're not going to play this song anymore fine. because we, we wrote it from a place of, like, anger at the system, and now we're all millionaires, so we don't really have anything to be mad about, so we just refuse to play it. I like their integrity. <laughs> but L Cool J started rapping at the age of nine. Nine? Nine years old. See, and you guys were worried about that young Canadian rapper. Look, there's been nine-year-old rappers around for a but long he kept it, time. he kept it clean, okay? It's not the same. Did he? <laughs> Do you have examples of his nine-year-old rapping? Not his nine-year-old rapping. I want to see, see a video of nine-year-old LL Cool J getting into it on a playground. But he was signed to Def Jam Records in 1984, and his debut album went platinum. He... Immediately started off very successful. I would love to know what that feels like. He began <laughs> acting. Oh, you never will. Shut up. I can dream. But no, he began acting in the 90s as well in films like Deep Blue Sea. And I love the summary of his character I saw. It says he plays a wisecracking cook preacher uh, on a top secret sea base besieged by genetically enhanced sharks. Yeah, you see how like there's one person that definitely doesn't belong in that synopsis. How there's like, it, it's very clear his position is one that really doesn't need to exist. Yo, everybody needs a cook, Steve. Who's going to make the food? I'm just saying. Who's going to cook the fish? I'm just saying you don't have astronauts going to space and then everyone, and is, then a, cool everyone is a mission specialist. But they also are good at being astronauts in general and not dying in space. So, like, there's biologists, but they're also an astronaut. It's not like Ella Cool J is the chef, but he's only doing that because he's the only one with any, like, cooking experience. But he is also, like, uh, they're a biochemist or something like that. I think Steve brings up a very interesting point. We are not getting enough work done in space because these astronauts are hungry. They're eating toothpaste food. I know, need, yes. They need chefs up there. And we're going to do this. Have you actually eaten astronaut ice cream? Dude, I can only imagine it's terrible. It's styrofoam packaging. Styrofoam. If LL Cool J was on the spaceship, we'd have some good food. We'd have some good food. The astronauts would be happy. Their brains would be working at full capacity. Our space marine program, we'd take over the whole outer space. He could host man. all the lip sync battles from outer space. But let's hear a little bit more of Deepest Bluest, because all we know so far is his hat is like a shark's fin. Okay, I really want to talk about that section, because he says he will pull you down 40,000 leagues. Obviously, a reference to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. But 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea... Here we go. No, this bothers me. 20,000 <laughs> Leagues Under the Sea is not straight down. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 you know, you, you, get in, you get in the little submarine, and then the submarine travels around 20,000 Leagues. But LL Cool J has said that he drags you down 40,000 Leagues. So this is the most math I've ever had to do for this show. Oh 40,000 Leagues 
is the equivalent of 138,093.53 miles. What? Now, the radius of the Earth, as a frame of reference, is 7,917.5 miles, which means LL Cool J Shark will drag you deeper than the equivalent of 17 and a half Earths stacked on top of each other. Or in other words, he would drag you through the entirety of Earth and then a, an additional 130,000 miles into outer space. That is how deep LL Cool Shark will drag you. Talk about deepest from the deepest bluest, I guess. Deepest blackest. <laughs> deepest blackest. Dude, no. is he a space shark? Well, now here's what I we also know. have to establish. This is... And I really hope I'm proven wrong if any listeners uh, know of any other That's songs. Um, this is the only rap song I'm aware of that is from the perspe- wrapped from the perspective of a shark. L. Cool J in the song is taking on the persona of the shark. What about Hypnotized by the Notorious B.I.G.? I don't think that's about a shark. Really? Man, I read way too much into that song. So, does he have... Sh- <laughs> bleeding to death with no arms and short sleeves. Yes. Who's got the short sleeve shirt on? Whoever his victim is. So just wear long sleeve shirts and he won't go for it. And he you. won't go for it. You're safe. Gotta go full wetsuit. I'm not eating anyone wearing <laughs> that cardigan. <laughs> also, he doesn't even finish the job. Do you just bite your arms off and let you bleed to death? No, he, he drags you down the entire circumference of the earth. But you're and... bleeding to death. That's not about losing oxygen, and it's not about getting pulled out into space. He says you're going to bleed to death because you got no arms and short sleeve shirts on. Okay. I yeah. just think he's lazy. Well, the other thing I will say, Mike, is we're very, very early on in the song. This song also, by the way, uh, if you have not seen Deep Blue Sea, is actually a fairly detailed summary of the plot of the movie. So if you're looking for it's, a trunk- It's approaching Will Smithian levels. It is. It is. <laughs> this song actually reminded me of that. If you're a younger listener, you might not remember the time when blockbuster movies had like an artist who was also an actor in it do like the main song for it. It was a simpler time. It doesn't happen anymore. Bleeding the death with no arms and short sleeves. My world's deep blue. Killers gotta eat too. Looking for human flesh to rip my teeth through. Other fish in the sea for barracudas ain't equal. Now forgive me. Yes. Now I haven't seen this movie. Are there barracudas? There's no barracudas in it. L. Cool J. Went to his local library, got like a, maybe a young adult, like encyclopedia on ocean topics and terminology, sifted through it, found as many words as he could find. He says things that I don't think have been said in any other rap song. I don't think any other rap song, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I don't think any other rap song includes the words sod scum. I think he's the first rapper to ever include the words sod scum in a rap song. Yo, LL, what did you get for Christmas this year? A thesaurus. I'm going to use the shit out of it. Looking for human flesh to rip my teeth through. Other fish in the sea, but barracudas ain't equal to a half human predator created by a needle. Jet black eyes, baby, they stay That's why you thought that was the story, because of the song. I told you that's why I thought it was the story. Oh, I stopped listening at you when I stopped talking at you. You stopped listening at me. Yes. I don't listen to people. I listen at them. Yeah, this is a little off topic. Did L. Cool J know the plot of the movie? Possibly not. But he's so close. He's so very close in every other aspect. Mike, what were you saying? Yo, so this this line here has inspired me for a great film, okay? It's called Deep Blue Sea. No, (laughs) with the barracudas and half-human predators, and I was like, oh, my God. Imagine, right? Who's Who's the host of Legend of the Hidden Temples? What's that guy? Kurt Fogg. So imagine Kurt Fogg. <laughs> Did you imagine know? Kurt Fogg, right? His character, his hostiness is like an evil scientist. And he abducts the uh, however many kids. What is like, the show for kids. someone who has no idea what you're talking Legend about. of the Hidden Temple was... Kirk. Kirk Fogg. Kirk Fogg was, um, was a game show where a bunch of kids with the green monkeys, the silver snakes, the purple parrots, the red jaguars, and the blue barracudas... Would all go through physical activities and try to race to get to the the hidden temple. I like how you gave me the side eye for knowing who Kirk Fogg was, and yet he just said the names of every team on that show. 
I'm I'm taking it all in. I'm sorry. If my Wait, remember he didn't dead. have Nickelodeon. Remember? So, so, oh, oh, that's right. It was on Nickelodeon. Next, so so imagine. So fuck you. So mad scientist Kirk Fogg, right? Uh huh. He takes out the needle with DNA, and he's like, he's putting in all these animal DNA into these kids and children. All, <laughs> to the children. And <laughs> the show starts with this guy, this game show host, <laughs> injecting children with DNA. He wants to figure out which half human, half animals are going to be strongest, right? Mike, I want you to read a little book called The Doctor of Island, the, the Doctor of Island Moreau. The, <laughs> the Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh my god. Is it, also is starring it just... LL Cool J. <laughs> Yo. Starring Marlon Brando and LL Cool J. <laughs> Tell me it's about half children, half animals that race to the Hidden Temple. No, but it's, a, it's based on a, a story, a horror story about a scientist on an island who bakes animals into people. Ooh. I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold, Steve. To a half human predator created by a needle. Jet black eyes, baby, they stand while you sleep. A little Titanic sink, I'm the one you go meet. Here terrified screams. Once again, lending itself to my theory that he just bought like a book of ocean terminology and famous nautical events. The Titanic has nothing to do with Deep Blue Sea. Also, it was so far into the North Atlantic that there wouldn't have been any predatory sharks in uh the vicinity. Well, I actually looked that up. So although there were some species of cold water sharks that are native to the region where the Titanic sunk, uh, such as the Greenland shark, there is no evidence to suggest that any of the victims of the Titanic had been attacked or eaten by well, sharks. Well, the, green, the Greenland shark isn't a man-eater. There's only like six man-eating sharks. <laughs> you have them all memorized. There's the great white. Yes. There's the hammerhead. Yes. There's the tiger. Yes. There's the blue. Yes. There is the bull shark. Yes. And then there's LL Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the... Okay, never mind. It, I, I, I know what it is, but if I say it, I, it's, it's the black tip shark. I'll never let go, Jack. Oh, what? It's a, it's a hat. Oh, it's a, sh it's a shark fin. It's a hat. Oh. It's a team, you see and then as he sinks. Jack, kill. <laughs> I would love to have seen LL Cool J's character as the chef on the Titanic. And otherwise it's the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never mind. Black Dick sh black, uh, black, <laughs> black Dick Shark. The Black Dick uh, Shark. Black. Oh my god. The Black Tip Shark is Talk about a hammerhead. Is uh, is, hey. uh, is uh, Piscatorius. So, it's a Piscator. It's a Pish Piscator. It's only fish eater. Okay. I don't want my shark fanatics out there to throw their headphones off in disgust at me. Yeah, readjust your monocles, shark fanatics, okay? We're doing our best here. <laughs> Yeah, the little gestures that L. The, the whole music video is preposterous. He's doing that, shark dances. Yes, it is L. Cool J, kind of on. I'm sure they just used the same set from the music video. He's got uh, these contact lenses in to make his eyes black, so when he says jet black eyes, he's actually being accurate. Um, there's ladies in bathing suits doing like synchronized swimming moves around him, and then. There's an orchestra playing directly <laughs> to the side of the tank, which is hilarious because, A, I'm sure that they did not use an actual orchestra and just used keyboard synths. And second off, they're playing like three different notes. It's dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. That would just be the most drastic overuse of a of a orchestra. Listen, if you're going to use an orchestra about being underwater... Where the hell is the lobster dude from The Little Mermaid and all the underwater creatures? Like you, you might as well go all out. Instead of you might as well go out, all, go all out, and copyright infringe uh, on Disney. They must own this movie, right? Do they? <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, a Disney picture. <laughs> I also don't know why I can't talk today. It's okay, Steve. I will edit the audio to make it sound like you're saying totally different Thank things. Thank you. I should have. I love black dick, black dick, black dick, black dick. <laughs> I should have. I should have warmed up. I've had a real problem today of not warming up before I do things. Red leather, yellow leather, deepest bluest, deepest bluest, deepest bluest. Barracuda. I really, I really want him to have shot this. Oh, fuck me. Really, sh to shot. <laughs> I really would have. I in my head. I want him having a stroke. I'm having a mini stroke. I want him to have shot this video on the hottest day in Los Angeles. I want, because I like LL Cool J, and I want in my head it to have been like a sweltering, hot, humid day. And he had a pip in his step getting to work because he knew that he was going to spend the whole shoot either 
in an ice cold swimming pool doing rap song music because I'm a white guy. <laughs> and if not that, being sprayed by an off-camera fire hose. Oh, yeah, because every time he's doing his dance moves, he's being blasted with water. <laughs> and I'll bet they had to do dozens of takes. I just hope it was a, just a sweltering, god-awful August heat in L.A. that day. He was just dripping sweat. Why you got to turn it sexual? <laughs> I don't know what to say. He was sweaty. You see those eyes he has, though? He already made it sexual. Yeah, he's staring at you while you shark sleep. Eyes. <laughs> When your Titanic sinks, he's the one you're gonna meet. Wait a second. <laughs> even if we elimin even if we related, you eliminated regardless. So I mean, remind me when the cannibalism happened in Deepest Bluest. There was no cannibalism, but if we're going under the assumption he is uh, a shark, he would be e- he would be eating his own relatives. So in this is a this is a moment in the song when LL actually um, displays uh, correct knowledge of shark behavior, uh, because it's many, the only time enjoy it's it. The only time uh, many species of sharks are rogues. Like they'll give birth and then go go away. Like female sharks will like the great white. The great white the great white is a rogue. You don't see like a family of great whites. They're born, and then they got to get the fuck out of there because their mom will try to eat them the second she gives birth to them. What? What? They are not loving creatures. So, so every white, every great white you see escaped the clutches of, of their parents. own monstrous yes. parents. I feel like, yeah, that's got to be some sort of. There's, there's a movie there. I'm not sure it's, it's every deep shark. Blue sea. But a lot we of made it. <laughs> a lot of sharks do that. I'm not sure every shark, but many sharks do. I wonder how many... Not uh, all sharks, guys. Oh, not but, all sharks. But the black dick shark does. So, like, when sharks are fucking, are they also trying to eat each other? No. But they're... But they're all right, well, first of all, no, I don't know that anyone has actually seen shark copulation because I many species of marine creature tend to um, copulate in uh, deeper waters, so it's harder to actually find them. In the deepest, bluest yes, waters. Yes, exactly. Also, the ocean is... Freaking huge, Mike. So unless you just happen to be there, it's ca- it's hard to track creatures and find out when they're doing the nasty. Where the hell are the cameramen for National Geographic getting us some shark porn to figure out how these sharks are doing it? You are pointing at the table like you have just made a political point. You're like you're running for president, and this is the moment in the third debate that you have finally crushed your. Why opponent. haven't we seen sharks fucking? No, no, okay. The American people deserve this. There's elephants fucking. There's rhinos fucking. There's I've watched it all <laughs> from my private zoo. I'm a sick person. Bring the people the shark fucking. Oh. I feel like now is an appropriate time to mention that I do actually know what my hat is like a shark's fin is in reference to. Oh, what is it? But it's so stupid that I almost no. wanted to give L Cool J the benefit of the doubt and not explain it. So back in uh, 1987, L Cool J wrote a song called I'm Bad. Now in this song, <laughs> at the one minute and 40 second mark, L Cool J has a line in the song. Now, just pay very close attention. You hear that? What? That still doesn't explain it. It just explains that he came up with it before this and used it for this. It doesn't explain what the rhyme actually the signifies. The only logic I can come up with as to why he chose to make this the chorus of the song in Deepest Bluest that he repeats 35 times is that he had this one line in a song at the time he had written 12 years ago. And when he gets cast in Deepest Bluest and is writing a song for it, he's like, oh shit, I, I remember. I, I, made a, I, made a, I wrote a line in one song that had a reference to a shark. So... What I'm going to do is I'm going to bring that one line in that one song I went back, 
remove any context from it, and just make it the chorus of the song. Because he's saying, my hat is like, uh, they call me Jaws because my hat is like a shark's fin. Granted, it doesn't still explain what hat he was wearing, but at least it's like he's saying, I'm like Jaws, and that is the explanation as to why he said, has like a shark's fin. Dude, do you think he ever like put his regular hat on sideways and tilted his head? I, I, hmm. I'm, ju- I'm just trying to figure this out, Nick, because it makes no freaking sense. Oh, also, that was called I'm Bad. Yes. I feel like LL Nerd James, would his rap was I'm Bad with Girls. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about battling in D&D. It's got to be. <laughs> no offense to D&D. I like D&D. It's fun. <laughs> uh, but that is the explanation. No, it isn't. That's it just the only expl- explanation you're going to get. It just explains get. Where, he, where it came from. It doesn't explain what it means. Yeah, that's what threw me off. He says that he says uh, they switch my DNA, trip me into Cool J. I think in the context of this song, he is implying he was L Cool J. His DNA got a whole switcheroo, and now he's LL Cool Shark. Unless you have another interpretation. Uh, I'm going to say LL Shark J. I'm going to call Ladies him love Shark Shark, 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 Shark. He's the SS Cool J. <laughs> well, that's a boat. Never mind. <laughs> it's a boat. <laughs> I'd sail on that ship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, can we can we discuss how he's taking the Lord's Prayer and, and just talking about Killers it? sworn to beast. What? That, that's There's no... What does that mean? Swallowed them in flames? What is this? Like, listen, I understand. In Look, the- Mike, God made Cool J to be a shark. God made him a predator among men. And must we, as mere mortals, take him to task for following his true predatory nature? That's the new front for civil rights, recognizing men who identify as sharks. Did God make the SS Cool J to, like, swallow people up and send them to hell through his stomach? Is that, like, the flames? Mike, I have no idea. You just made up L- SS Cool J. I don't know what the rules are for it. You're also combining him with La Bestia. Battle to the death. That's how sharks play. Weapons left behind. We dueling with the mind. You blind, crippling, crazy, you real easy to find. Struggling. Yeah, I don't get that line. He says, you blind, crippled, or crazy, you're real easy to find. Is he implying that blind, crippled, and crazy people are the easiest victims for a shark to find? Because I think that's self-explanatory and did not necessitate an entire verse in the song. Listen, Nick. Listen, Nick. I don't think you seem to understand. <laughs> listen, as someone who's been blinded, crippled, and crazy at various points in my life. I feel like the finer delicacies of the shark menus for humans. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of... What does that mean? What does that... Explain to, Explain that sentence to me. So, like, um... The finer <laughs> delicacies of the shark for people's menus. <laughs> what did you say? So you can, you, ha- you can have average Joe Schmo person, okay? But I think blind people taste better, okay? So... Okay. And they're on like... You think blind people so, taste so better. So imagine, right, you're getting... So it's like when you get the filet mignon versus... Like uh, London broil, like the London broil, okay. So and, and then uh, and then it just goes up. The crazy people taste the best because they, they they have all sorts of chemicals in their brain that go into the meat, you know. And and the crippled, the crippled people are just. Uh, I don't know why they're. Called. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop this crazy train right now before it hits me. And your your entire first of all the you you and and LL your entire premise is flawed because people actually taste terrible to sharks sharks do not eat people for sustenance sharks have what i like to call they do it as a fad diet oh they they have a problem that i like to call the t-rex conundrum where they've got the t-rex has tiny little hands and tiny little arms can't do anything with demonstrating Can't, can't do anything with them sharks don't have even that they just the only method for tactile contact that a shark has is its giant fucking razor sharp mouth and the only way it can tell if something is edible or not is by using the one 
tactile sensation it has, which is taste. It is like Mike. So yeah, so it's like you. So when a shark bites someone, it's not because they're trying to eat them. It's that it's because they're trying it's a political to political statement. Out, yeah. No, they're it's trying to figure out what the hell it is because it doesn't fit a physical profile of anything else in the ocean. So when a shark sees a person or a, a man-eater shark sees a person, it's like, what the hell is that? And for the same thing that like a person would say, what the hell is that? And goes over to grab it. The shark does that too. It just uses it. It just uses its giant fucking mouth and doesn't realize okay, yeah. we're paper thin baby men that cannot withstand the, like if Superman was like, Hey, Nick, what's wrong with your arm? And grabs it in its vice, in his vice like grip and shatters your arm. Ah. It's the same thing. And it's especially if surfers, surfers get attacked all the time because they're laying on their boards and from below, which is the vector that most sharks attack from, you look like a fucking seal. Sea turtle. Or a sea turtle yeah. or something that it can eat. And that's why they bite that's why they bite surfers a lot, because they just look like things that they usually eat from Steven below. Steven blaming the victim trollinger. Yeah. But, but you are right. You are, everything that was just said is dumb and shouldn't have been said because that's not how sharks work. No, no more. I, I fit, I've said it. I put this to bed. No. Sharks don't sleep, Steve. Mike. I think, you know, Steve, you're right. And I, 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 need, to take it, I need to take it back in the other direction because let's, let's, let's look at it like this. Right here, LL Cool J is taking the Lord's Prayer, okay? And I've just realized, now what did Jesus do? Okay. Jesus healed oh, the blind. He healed the crippled. His hat was and like he, a shark's and He healed the crazy. He healed uh, the crazy. So God, just like made, the King James Bible says. So, so God, God has made LL Cool J his son of the sea. Except the son of the sea is eating all those people instead of healing them. I don't understand why you, though. You are approaching at breakneck speed my humps levels of expl- unnecessary explanation. Tell me what he's trying to say here, His character's Steve. name is Preacher. He says at one point even God won't intervene. And then he says the Lord's Prayer. Blind, crippled, and crazy. Cool J, that's cool Jesus because he's a shark. Cool Jesus because he's a shark. It's like Jesus, but he's cooler. You, that was a full sentence. Stop. Like a period. Like you thought to yourself that that sentence needed no further explanation and had a subject and a predicate connected by a verb. Done. And you thought that made sense. I am in such pain right now. Clinging to a rail, escape attempt fail. You never make it home, tear the flesh off your bone. Walking in undercurrents is a dangerous zone. I'm talking death out of moments lows. You wasn't focused. Me and my crew strike like some underwater locusts. Did you hear that? He said, me and my crew strike like some underwater locusts. It's not even just him. He's got a crew of shark people. Okay. It's his squad, man. But he's just, he's just, Steve, he's just bringing this up now. Well, you know, you don't want to, it's called songwriting, Nick. You don't want to just like pack the whole first part of your song with exposition. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's like in a book. Like if, if by the first page, like I don't know where the location is and I don't know who the people are in the room, I'm going to lose interest. If he's only dropping now that there's a crew of shark people, it's like street sharks, except street sharks in the ocean. So sharks. Why are you looking at me expectantly? <laughs> like I'm going to decide that this is not a crazy, stupid thing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and agree with you wholeheartedly. It's just not going to happen. Those were the cartoon sharks that beat people up, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there were so many. No, the other ones. Yes. <laughs> there were so many sh- TV shows about sharks beating people up. <laughs> they all blur together. Jawsome. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Take the people home. Okay, so now we get to the point in the song that we can make fun of <laughs> in a logical way. Yes, according to Steve, there's nothing funny about anything that came before it. It's just the line, the ocean is haunted. All right, bullshit. You know very well the whole reason we're doing this episode is because of that line. <laughs> oh, I disagree. This is one of several juicy lines, but I'm curious what, what your interpretation of the line, the ocean is haunted. The ocean is haunted with the ghosts of the ancestors of man that was devoured by the ancestors of shark. Okay, Steve, let me challenge you then. (laughs) If the sharks ate our ancestors, how are we here? Because we all didn't go in the ocean, Nicholas. 
I think because like two, there's three three proto Homo sapiens, proto sapiens I call them. The proto sapiens. One of them goes, "Ugh, Miko, ocean, water, hot now, go in." And then he That's went Steve in. Steve in the morning. And then he went in, and Ugh and Thok, who were both steads, uh, Ugh and Thok not go in water. Water be scary to Ugh and Thok. They stayed, and then they watched their brother, Drock. Jonathan. I want to say Drock. Oh, okay. uh, Flapping around in the ocean until he is immediately devoured by a shark. And then Thok and Ugg don't go in ocean. It's simple caveman A to B methodology. Oh man, so the only ghost out there is Ugg? Some idiot idiotic. No, Drock ghost? was the one that went into the ocean. Ugg and Thok stayed on the land. Oh, Did you not listen to a word I said? Okay, so wait, which one went in the ocean? No, seriously. I Drock went into the ocean. Drock went into the ocean and Ugg and Thug. Ugg and Thok. Drog, Ugg, and Thok. Drog. There's no letter G Drog. in caveman uh, alphabet. Uh, how do you know? I Look, I spent, I spent years in France studying cave portraits oh, from Stone Age Neolithic did. man. Yes, you watched Cave of Lost Dreams on Netflix. Let's be real. Dude, LL Cool Shark's really old. LL Shark J. LL Shark J. LL Shark Jesus. Let me tell you, he's old. As old as time. Look, at he said he ate my ancestors. Well, sharks have been sharks have been around for millennia, almost exactly the same as they have always been. So that's actually I will give that that that's another half point to LL Cool J for his research. But we also kind of just want to imagine that LL Cool J thinks the ocean is actually haunted. Just imagine like like you're in the ocean and you see your cavemen ancestor ghosts. Why you go stay, in the water? Stay out. Go. I want to see the Ghost Hunters episode oh, yes. where they're just like underwater with snorkels and they're EF, EF, We caught an EVP, EVP. of Thog. <laughs> he didn't speak English. So. Ghosts, ghosts in the water would be terrifying. Yes, it would be. Holy shit. That's like, it's already, you're already under sea, which is where mankind does no, it does no longer belong. I'm of the opinion, and I get flack for this every time like I go to the beach because I never want to go in the ocean, and everyone's like, oh, God, you're such a wet blanket, Steve. And I, I never hear that in any other circumstance. But I, <laughs> I, I was like, no, no. We left the ocean thousands of millions of years ago. Our, answers is, our ancestral line, whatever that evolutionary line was, we left the ocean. We left it, we developed, we got rid of our gills, and we left it and developed lungs for breathing air. We left it. The ocean moved on. We moved on. We don't need to be going back in there. Nobody wants us in there. That's an oddly principled stance against going in the ocean. It's just not... It's stupid, but it has principle. It's not... We don't belong there anymore. We left it. Hey. We don't belong. There's also... We can't survive in it. Everything in there wants us dead. Even the microorganisms want us dead. So I so don't pools see you're okay with, but the ocean... Yes. Yeah, swimming pools are absolutely fine. Okay. Though, up until I was maybe like 13, I was con... Convinced that if I swam in my uncle's pool in Florida without anyone outside watching me, a shark would materialize in the deep end and eat me. <laughs> Florida's the only place where that could happen. Local Florida man dead today as ghost shark materializes in deep end of swimming pool. Ghost, ghost sharks. Now Whoa. we're talking. Oh, hey now. Guys, I'm in a really warm spot. I think I feel a ghost. <laughs> But you're you're. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Got to Mike giggling out of the corner with a Scooby gear. Guys, more and more, I'm telling you, dude, he's 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 a soul, he's a soul sucking shark, man. Wait, okay, wait, what do you wait, mean? Wait. Why are you... Wait, hold on. You just said, I'm telling you, man, like, this has been your point all along. This, this is, is the, the first, first time, time hearing of you've it. ever said soul-sucking shark. Listen. <laughs> I don't think I want to. <laughs> From the second he started the Lord's Prayer, this premise has been growing in my brain, okay? Where he's, where he's cool Jesus, the shark, and he's sucking up souls, and he's eating the blind, and he's eating the crippled, and he's eating the crazy, <laughs> and he's sucking them all up. He's sucking their souls, and he's hotting up the ocean, and he's making a he's hell into the flames of his belly. Wait, and then he sends them to hell? What kind of Jesus is this? Uh, sounds like the Judeo-Christian <laughs> Jesus to me, Steve. This is not any kind of Jesus I'd ever heard about. He's the son of the sea. We're all sons of the sea. 
Oh, so we've just been misinterpreting JC this whole time. It's not the letter C, it's J S E A. Yeah. C? C for Catwoman. <laughs> it's a joke. Maybe five people will get. But they know who they are. Okay, that whole section he just said were just things in the sea. He said abandoned pirate ships. Eels and sod scum, fish that glow in the dark, the Titanic's hub. Yeah, he's describing a, a land of the damned. He's describing an, a watery underworld. Yeah, but he's also just describing the ocean. Exactly. That's why we should never go into the ocean, Nick. Because you're scared of pirate ships and sod scum? No, because it is the closest we'll get to hell while still alive. Especially if you go deep enough, there's geothermal vents, so it's super hot, too. And there's lava <laughs> everywhere. There's underwater lava? Yes! Mike, shut up! <laughs> I am not describing how the ocean is to you. That's I that's cool Jay's job. That is the that is the other podcast that we're gonna branch off into <laughs> where I describe things to you. <laughs> I love that LL Cool Jesus has given us a great tour of his house underwater. And um, you know, I'm almost starting to feel a little welcome. Like I love how you just Ignore any lyrics or any part of the conversation that doesn't directly involve the world building of the LL Cool Jesus storyline you're building in your head. <laughs> yeah, what are you, Republican? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I give you credit for not letting facts change your beliefs. Uh, underwater storms, your blood is so warm, your life vest is off, and that turns me on. Oh, whoa, hey, hey now, hey now. Yes, whoa. please tell us how this fits into your master theory. Uh, I'm just wondering what he's eating now, man. Like, <laughs> It's a very dangerous line. Hey, kids, do you know what's really sexy? Safety. Keep your life vests on when you go in the water. Otherwise, sharks become sexually attracted to you. <laughs> if, if, if a lifeguard told me that, that would be the, the strongest deterrent for me keeping, not taking my life jacket off. I like how a large portion of this podcast is <laughs> us and the listener base never being privy to the things that make Mike laugh because he'll never every time almost every episode he finds a thought that tickles him so but he will not elaborate on it and so it, we, it's just left for us to he'll wave it off and we'll just continue but he's always just in his own little world and we never know why he's laughing or what he's laughing about and the few occasions that he does actually tell us are so maddeningly moronic that I want to reach across the table and choke him till he's unconscious but I'm better now I'm doing better okay. I feel better about myself yeah no sure sure and we gotta watch the end of the video because watch this. Oh! L Cool J turns into a shark at the end of the video. That wasn't CGI. I know. He's just a very talented he's person. A, he's an anamorph. He's an anamorph. Oh, there's another Nickelodeon reference Nick won't get. How did we? How did we go like two hours without making an anamorphs reference? He's Visor Three. I knew it. <laughs> I read the books. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ugh, you're one of those people that reads the books and oh, watches the show. Oh, you read Animorphs instead of watching it? Okay. <laughs> but guys, that is all there is to Deepest Bluest by LL Cool J. We, uh, yeah, we came, we uh, saw, we turned into ghost sharks. <laughs> so I Julius think Caesar first yeah, set, I actually. think in Latin it goes, Veni, Vidi. My hat is like a shark. My hat is like a shark. Thank you. <laughs> Benny, Vini, my, my hat is like a shark's fin. Benny, Vini, my hat is like a shark's fin. But I, I love this song. I've heard it so At many two times. Cool J. <laughs> uh, guys, that was Deepest Bluest. Uh, I think we learned a lot, mostly about the inner working of Mike's brain. Nothing about the song. I think, this, I think the legacy of this podcast is going to be a case study on Mike Russell's inner working. No, I, that's what I remember like three episodes ago. I said. Epi episodes ago, I can't. Oh God, oh, I can't talk. Steve. Three episodes ago or so, I said that this entire podcast will turn out to be just a long-form therapy session for Mike. Well, it's it's panning out. They do studies on his brain. It turns out they put sharks' brains in his brain too. <laughs> that must be why he acts the way he does because his brain parts are incompatible. My brain's working super good, guys. Super well. <laughs> <laughs>
Listen, Mike, your brain has gotten you here, so it's doing something right. But that is Deepest Bluest by LL Cool J, the song that didn't chart anywhere except in our hearts. Wait, Hold were, your heart. Hey, were we supposed to put our hands over our heart? <laughs> yes. you got, I told you guys before not to choreograph when I'm not here. <laughs> Uh, but guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, go enjoy Shark Week. And then after you do that, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, rate and review us if you have a chance. We'd appreciate it. You can also check us out at our home on comeherefloyd.com. And you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier. And Mr. Mike Russell. Yes, you can find my stuff at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR. Or on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.dot. And yeah, like Nick said, please send in your reviews, your ratings, your song suggestions. Uh, what animal you think LL Cool J should rap about next, and what animal parts that would be on his hat, like monkey's fist. And if he was a monkey, oh, uh, wait, let me try a different animal. Yellow, brown spots. My neck is like a giraffe. Yeah, there we go. That's better. That's better. I, was, I, had, I had, like, the Legend of the Hidden Temple animals stuck in my head. Thinking about the green monkeys. Steve, <laughs> where may we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram, at your man, Trollo, with one L. I worked a little bit on my website. Steve, it's awfully late for jokes. (laughs) (laughs) And by I worked, I mean my fiancé and I worked. And by my fiancé and I, I mean her mostly. Um, But it is uh, is nearing completion in relative terms. I suppose so. I am quite excited for this big reveal. It. I mean, it's just, it's going to be like any other actor's website that you... Well, please don't do that Sorry. while you're looking at... Do not make eye contact with me and then, like, very roughly and deeply massage your groin. It wasn't a massage. I'm just picking a wedgie. It's a front wedgie. I just that threw up my whole vibe now. I can't. I, I've got... That's that's we it. Can't find cut me those to places. Steve's dreams tonight. <laughs> find me in those places or not at all. I don't. I don't care. Just, I don't know. I just feel bad. I <laughs> stare at Steve as I really scratch my nuts for a second. Look at it. <laughs> Swear. Usually we're on other sides of the table, so you can't see me. Wait, you've just been doing that every episode? No, listen, man. I mean, I'm really surprised you just don't go commando. You think I should? No, I'm just saying I'm surprised that's not a thing you already Steve's, automatically do. Steve's right. I got to start going commando, Nick. If next episode Mike seems very relaxed during the recording, you'll know what's up. Uh, and on that note, thank you very much for listening. I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm regretting that marine biology minor I took. And we will see you <laughs> next week. Take care.